I V M. This is a special edition of Pesa Vesa. On this episode, we have Vishal Khandelwal, founder of Safal Niveshak, one of India's best blogs on value investing. This is the third part of a three-part conversation. Make sure you check out the first two parts where we spoke about Vishal's journey, simple tips on building your own portfolio, when to buy and when to sell. Folks, welcome back to this really special series on Pesa Vesa. It's on value investing and it's with Vishal Kandelwal of Safal Niveshak. In the first part, we talked about Vishal's early life. In the second part, we talked about value investing, when to buy stocks, when to sell stocks. In this final part, we are going to talk about personal finance because guess what? On his website, safalniveshak.com, Vishal has another section which is so simple and it is so meaningful. It's about personal finance and how to lead a better life by making smart money decisions. Vishal, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. One of the most fascinating sections, like I said, on your blog, is the one on personal finance. There's a post out there. What a fantastic title. Okay. It was how to live prosperously without the paycheck. My God, that's like a dream come true. <laughs> tell us about it. I mean, just just tell us about it. So it's been uh, more than six years since I quit my job uh, to start on my own. Um, a lot of people I meet now think I am lucky to be living a life of my choice, following mm. my passion, doing what I love doing. But it hasn't been hunky-dory all the way. Sure. Uh, living without an almost certain paycheck has been a difficult transition for me. Mm-hmm. But then it's a choice that I made and thus have no regrets. Mm. In fact, uh, I find my, myself blessed and very lucky to be able to see this day when I'm talking to you mm. about how I have been living happily, prosperously and without a paycheck. Mm. It's it's not a secret, I think. It's just the way I have started to define prosperity. Okay. Just a few years back, I, I, I saw material wealth, which is money and stuff uh, it can buy as a symbol of being prosperous. Mm. A salary hike, uh, uh, hair and a bonus there mm. uh, were what made me feel prosperous. Mm. And given the way they pay you in the stock research industry for producing nothing but predictions, mm. I think I felt prosperous year after year. Mm. At that time, I equated growth with prosperity, growth in my career, my bank balance and the number of stuff which I could buy. Right. Of course, I was always making and saving money, but the feeling of prosperity always seemed a factor of my top line, which was my income, yes. then the bottom line, which was my savings. Yes. And this is when I came across a very important question. I don't know where someone asked me or I read it through. Hmm. The question was, how much is enough? Yeah. And it really hit me hard. Yeah. I think for many of us, our lives are characterized by insatiability, which is an inability to say enough is enough hmm. and the desire for more and more money. And in the busyness of running after money and stuff, I think we forget to give a thought to what the Greek philosopher Epicurus said, mm. that nothing is enough for the man to whom enough is too little. Mm. Wow, okay. So what I've realized by thinking through this question of how much is enough is that progress and prosperity should be measured not by traditional yardsticks of growth or per capita incomes, mm. but I think by the key elements of good light, which I think are six. Mm. The first is health. Mm. The second is security. Mm. Then respect, mm. love, mm. friendship and leisure. So now as I am pondering on that mm. question and looked at my life, the overall picture was not very encouraging. Okay. Despite the fact that my salary had multiplied almost eight times in the previous five years, right. I possessed no more of these six elements of good life. Mm-hmm. In fact, I realized then that I possessed less of them as mm. compared to what when I had started my career. Oh, okay. Especially when it came to my financial life, one key takeaway was that prosperity did not mean just an increase in my income levels. More importantly, Hmm. it meant the security I could attain by creating a surplus. Hmm. Now, then I realized a good way to create surplus in good times and bad Hmm. was by being frugal. 
Okay. As I see myself now, I think I'm fairly frugal person. It has taken me years of simplifying, minimizing and cutting back on things one at a time. Hmm. But while there are definitely many more things I can save on, I'm happy realizing how far I've already come. Sure. So I think prosperity uh, is is just beyond money. I think, uh, as I mentioned, uh, the six elements of good life. I mm. think if you if you have those elements in your life, mm. that's how dis- that's how I define prosperity. And I think money can take you uh, a distance, but I think mm. it's not such a deal breaker yeah. for me. Talking of distance, folks, you want to understand that? Think of a treadmill. Treadmill is going to run as yeah, fast, yeah. whatever speed that you set it to. You want to live a life where you own a Mercedes and you have the latest iPhone and you have a fancy house. You want to need to earn that much. But if you redefine what you mean by prosperity and happiness, you know what? You could actually achieve it. You just need to figure out where you can control your expenses or where you can lead a more meaningful life. Okay, When I say meaningful, you need to interpret what's your you know, what meaning you take away from that. It could be that you manage to run a marathon, you could run a 5K, and that is, it actually means a lot of things to a lot of people. So that's health. Security, maybe that could mean that you own your own house, wherever that might be. Your own house is your own house, that's security. So all of these aspects, you need to boil it down to what it translates to you. For all of us, it will be different. But the higher you keep these prosperity levels, the harder you'll have to work. That's right. The more money you'll probably have to earn because lifestyles really you know they define what you mean by prosperity so i think uh, very important i think you mentioned a very important point i think we are all running a rat race yeah. and i think the biggest problem with the rat race is that even if you win you are still a rat <laughs> so yeah. i think it's better we come out of it as soon as possible yes well you mentioned epicurus so are you a fan of stoicism yes i am ah, yeah, figured you mentioned the word frugality <laughs> that's right. someone says epicurus and frugality i'm sure it's <laughs> tell us about stoicism just you know just as a small Thing for our listeners. So I think uh, stoicism, uh, as much as I understand, as little as I understand, I think sure. it's all about control versus choice. Right. Things that you control and things that you can choose. Hmm. So I think uh, uh, being happy about uh, uh, things that you can choose and choosing the right things. Right. Versus uh, not uh, being unhappy or uh, not not really be feeling sad about things that is beyond your control. Right. So I think if you can dis- uh, differentiate between the two things that you can choose, and it applies to investing as well. Exactly. Returns are not in your control, but I think that's the only thing that people are worrying worried after. Yeah. Risk yeah. is in your control. Yes. How long you want to invest is in your control. Exactly. So I think uh, stoicism applies to all things that we do in life, including so, investing. So all of you who are into philosophy, I would really recommend that you read uh, stoicism. Read up about stoicism. There's a lot of mythology in India also. You mentioned That's the true. Vedas. That's true. You can read a lot about that. And I'm sure that it will translate into a different type of thinking about your life and investing. Okay. So you might want to read up on that. Vishal, you know, tell us about some rules okay irrespective of our age that all of us all our listeners should know about money you know because you 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 have the simplicity you have these posts tell us about a few rules just general guidelines or general things that people should understand about money and handling it better for a better life yes i think i've already written a post and uh, the rules which i uh, talk about which i advise to people about living a sensible money financial life i think Hmm. they're so simple a lot of people junk it Hmm. so i think uh, one of the first rules and one of the most basic sensible rules is to pay yourself first (laughs) i think saving money is where we get started and saving money is where we get stuck actually people don't want to save money they want to defer it Hmm. so my advice generally to people who are starting out is to save at least 10 percent of their take-home salary Hmm. and as they graduate as they earn more money over a period of 
of time i think in 5 years they should be saving at least 50% of their uh, take home salary hmm. i think uh, we need to reverse the equation most of the people live their life uh, with the equation of income minus spending equals to saving yes, that's i think we, we should reverse this to income minus saving equal to spending so what right. remains is spent right. you of course need to take care of your emis and the basic uh, expenses but it's very important to pay yourself first <laughs> and save a lot of money hmm. uh, to live a better life sure. in the future i think i'm not talking about compromising your present as well but right. i'm talking about taking care of your future right right, right. um apart from being frugal i think one of the great ways of saving money is restricting emis so hmm. my advice is generally an emi should not be your total amount of money that you pay out as emi should not be more than 50% of hmm. your net take home salary hmm. it includes uh, housing loan car loan i advise hmm. people not to 50% is generous i, I would have right. gone with 30% yeah, but that's right, sure, i think okay In 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 a world where people are taking loans like crazy stuff, I think fifty percent is is still a very comfortable that I talk about. Okay. But going beyond fifty percent is too too risky. Sure. My third rule uh, of uh, my third simple rule of uh, uh, personal finance is to have an emergency fund. Uh, mm. I think uh, emergency fund is something which uh, is approximately around six to eight months of your monthly household expenditure. Mm. This is not a money that you uh, that you should be using to pay down payment for your car. This mm. is emergency fund, <laughs> yeah. and you don't need to invest in stock markets. Yeah. You, you need to keep this money very safe, maybe under your mattress, order, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe at your home. Yeah. You don't need to earn interest on this. This is right. emergency fund. Right. The fourth rule, which I talk about, is to buy medical insurance. I think a lot of people don't uh, buy medical insurance, and especially people who are working on jobs, they think their companies provide the medical insurance. Mm. But I think it's very important to buy medical insurance for yourself and your family on mm. your own as well, mm. right? Because the cost of healthcare, as we understand, is like skyrocketing in India. So it's very important to have that. Mm. Another important rule is to buy term insurance. So mm. two kind of insurance I talked about: of course, uh, yeah. uh, medical insurance and term insurance. I mm. think uh, nobody or anybody doesn't need to buy any other kind of insurance Fair except enough, health yeah. and term insurance. Yeah. People don't buy term insurance thinking that nothing will come to me if I <laughs> outlive this uh, yeah. insurance period. But that's perfectly fine because the premium that you pay is so less. Yes. The remaining amount of money you can rather invest in stock markets or in mutual funds and make a lot of wealth yeah. out of it. Folks, just a small thing that term insurance. Uh, you want to listen? You can listen into Pesa Pesa's uh, podcast with Mavi Chopra of Cow Fox when Vishal says the insurance premium is really less because he's talking of. pure term insurance That's where right. you only pay a certain premium you do not put in a ulip as in in the unit linked insurance uh, policy it is only your risk cover okay so that's the difference between term insurance and a ulip with Yeah, that's right. I think I think very important. So, uh, by term insurance, by health insurance, hmm. uh, as far as loans is concerned, I think it's very important for everyone to pay off their high cost loans. Hmm. And when I say high cost loans, they are credit card loans, they are personal loans. I think where you're paying eighteen percent, twenty, twenty five, thirty, forty percent rate of interest. Yeah. I think you will not go far in life if you carry on these loans with you sure. for a long yes. period of time. Yeah. Um, don't please don't borrow money for liabilities oh uh, god a yeah. house in which you live is an asset yeah. uh, but a gadget is a liability a car is a liability as far as possible uh, avoid borrowing money for uh, um, uh, liabilities like electronic gadgets and cars <laughs> yeah. lcds right yeah. try to uh, not really copy your neighbors and borrow money because oh god, you so you never understand what kind of problems they may be going through yes right uh, it's very important for us i think across all these rules it's very important for us to know our priorities well it's very important for us to save money hmm. uh, by the right kind of insurance and hmm. invest the rest of the money that you have so hmm. as far as investing is concerned uh, uh, you need to really uh, uh, spread your assets well across uh, say stocks uh, hmm. mutual funds 
maybe fixed deposits uh, something like that or or a, or a ppf sure i don't advise people to have a lot of gold in their portfolio people ask me whether should i invest in gold i mm-hmm. don't think gold is an investment mm-hmm. investment by nature is something which gives you cash flow sure and the price of gold is dependent on what the other guy is going to pay it yeah. does yeah. not give you any cash flow till yeah. you sell it yeah. so uh, uh, invest well mm-hmm. and i think one of the final rules which i advise people is it's not always about the money i think mm-hmm. enjoying life uh, uh, enjoying the real pressures of life along with your family Uh, buying experiences is more important uh, and gives you more happiness than buying stuff. Wow. Okay. I think uh, that's that's one final rule which I advise people and I personally follow in my own life as well. Folks, I hope that you got all of them, but if you've not got all of them, they are already there on a blog post yeah. on Vishal's website safalnivesak.com and I want to wrap this up with really you know Vishal tell us about safalnivesak.com. the work that you've done there your newsletters what is this thing about because i'm a fan of the newsletter there is so much that you do out there there are workshops that you hold if you did not know there is a camp millionaire okay for kids the bombay one did you know got sold out in 3 days 3 days okay so if you want your kids to learn about money just sign up for vishal newsletter vishal Tell us about Saval Nivesak. So Saval Nivesak, as I mentioned, I think is a platform uh, through which I try to help people learn how not to lose their money. Mm. Uh, so it's uh, whether it's about stocks, whether it's about personal finance, whether it's about making decisions uh, which are good in life. I think uh, so. That's all uh, I try to cover uh, in Saval Nivesak. Over a period of time, I think it's it's moved beyond uh, stocks. It's moved towards better decision making uh, mm. than only investing. Um, I have, as you mentioned, I have a free newsletter to mm. which people can subscribe to for free, and they already are like thirty. Seven thousand readers across mm-hmm. uh, the world, mostly in India, who read this newsletter, sure. and I write at least two articles every uh, week mm-hmm. on that newsletter. Already done all eight hundred plus articles over the past six years. Wow. Apart from that, uh, uh, we conduct regular workshops uh, mm-hmm. on value investing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've started with workshops for children on teaching them about savings, money, investment, insurance, and everything. And we've got a very good response over there. I know that because yeah. I was I <laughs> I missed that for my own kid. I think I was late, or maybe I underestimated the response that you would get. So I missed that. No, I think we realize kids are very very smart these days. I think <laughs> a lot of them, uh, especially even uh, kids who are like ten years of old, ten uh, years of age, I think yeah. they understand what yes, they do. Uh, saving money is, what uh, uh, not wasting money is all about. Sure. I think, and this is especially when uh, the parents are talking about money with their kids. Mm. So when parents are talking about money with their kids, kids actually take up things very fast. Right. Uh, Warren Buffett, for example, started investing when he was just 11 years of age. Wow. And that's the reason I think at 30 or 25 years of age, when I started investing myself, I was very, very late. Mm. So mm. I think as soon as possible, if you if you lead your child towards financial education and teach them about the the basics of uh, sensible money management, I mm. think. you are you are you are giving them a, a great gift which will last a lifetime so we are trying to do some something on that front hmm. and one final thing uh, which i which we have is is a value investing course okay uh, that's a that's a self study long term value investing course hmm. so uh, overall i think we uh, are entitled to education uh, a lot of people have asked us uh, whether we advise stocks hmm. we don't do that so hmm. i i have personally uh, moved out of recommending stocks to people i don't like recommending stocks without <laughs> knowing people sure. even when i know people especially then i also yeah. don't recommend stocks to them yeah. i would rather teach them how to find their own stocks and how to find their own investments so right. i think because that's i think teaching for a lifetime sure so that's the entire work that we do at safal Nivesak that I've been doing for the past six years and just uh, enjoying the entire process and the Fantastic. journey. Fantastic! I can't even, be, I, you know, I've I've learned so much from these newsletters. For example, did you know that on YouTube, Warren Buffet has a fantastic web series called Secret Millionaires Club. That's right. 
that i came to know through vishal's letter <laughs> i came to know about cambillionaire which is the uh, the money course for kids through vishal's newsletter and honestly vishal's newsletters are really simple and i think that is one as i was telling him uh, you know when we were uh, when we were going into the show is that the language that he uses the way that he teaches out is just it is so simple it is so easy to understand believe me that's not an easy feat right because if you look at cnbc if you read any of the stuff that our experts talk about it is dense you know you all it is just filled with platitudes how ah, market will go up in long term india's economy is great blah blah but you want people to speak to you and make you understand things at a very basic level and i really admire vishal for that i cannot tell you enough on how to um you know uh, just sign up for his newsletters and you'll know what i'm talking about and that's a wrap uh, for our show thank you so much vishal for this really special series honestly i can just go on and on on this <laughs> unfortunately we have to end out here listeners vishal's blog is safalniveshak.com s a f a l n i v s h a k.com he is safal niveshak on twitter same thing at the rate s a f a l n i v e s h a k on twitter in case you have any query and if you feel you want to reach out to him you can always tweet him out there go to his website and remember to sign up for his newsletter this has been so much fun vishal thank you so much for doing this for us thanks anupam i think uh, it's been an honor to be on oh, your show so thank you so much thank you so much thanks thank you for listening if you have any money related questions you can tweet to us at ivm podcasts or email us at paisa vesa at indusfox.com No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision.